0: Log Talk Radio.
1: You're on air with Douglas, where fans are connected to their favorite celebrities. And now, here's your host,
0: Douglas.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to On Air with Douglas. I'm your host, Douglas, and Jamel. My co-host is here with me. Welcome, Jamel. Hi. How are you doing today? Oh.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm doing good. It was it, it, it's it's a wonderful day in New York City, and uh, it's been relaxing. Did a little cooking. I'm, I'm excited about tonight's guest and um and to talk about her book and I'm just ready
2: all right sounds good well you cover the east coast while i cover the west coast and we'll cover everybody together tonight well uh... you don't have to be a soap opera fan to enjoy our show tonight because our guest tonight brenda dixon has a brand new book out called my true hidden hollywood story and it's a story that needs to be told and it's a story that needs to be read so before i bring her on be sure to go to brenda and also go to facebook and uh... contact her through there and you can uh, we will give you the uh, account for her twitter as well Uh, But yeah, the book is uh, definitely, according to many people on Amazon, I've got the Amazon pulled up, uh, a lot of five-star reviews, lots of page turners, people are saying it's page turners, uh, a tell-all about her experiences in Hollywood, and without further ado, let's bring on Miss Brenda Dixon. Hello, Brenda.
4: Hi, how are you?
2: I'm doing great, doing great. Uh, as I said, I was just, uh, you know, I, I read your book, you know, when we first started to plan this a couple months ago. I read it, so I just went back and I'm just going through some highlights just to, you know, refresh because, you know, there's so much goes on in, in a day in, in the world of life. So uh, trying to catch up with some of the, you know, the highlights of the book. And I yeah, must there's say
4: so, There's so much in the book that mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just amazing, isn't it? How much, I mean, how much I cover time-wise. Exactly.
2: And that's really going to be how I start off. Is what was it like, and or how hard was it to go back in time in the memory to get all of these details that you've you've got? Did you keep journals over life, or did you? How did you write? How did you go about the book?
4: Um, actually, the stuff on the show, I had some notes on, so that was very helpful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as going all the way back to Miss California and all that, it's so funny I could. Vividly remember it because it was such a turning point in my life
0: uh-huh.
4: as a young girl, you know, surfing on the beach one day, ditching school, and the next day I miss California, and <laughs> and the following day I miss photogenic, and, you know, I'm in show business, and uh-huh. that's just how it happened. So yeah. it was sort of a pleasant memory, uh-huh. you know, to go back in time like that with Bob Hope and Anne margaret and... All of the things that I take my audience through uh, mm-hmm. before I get to the young and the restless, um, mm-hmm. I had quite a career back then.
2: Mm-hmm. Now you uh, originated the role of, of of Jill, and then you you were gone for a few years, and then I started watching when you came back. So I you were the Jill that I first you know was introduced to, and uh, I was uh, I've been watching. I'm 39. I've been watching about 30 years. I remember, you know, it's really before that. It's, you know, soap operas are so generational with uh, our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunts. And, you know. People, know. people bring us into these worlds. and then, you know, then you develop a relationship, per se, with these actresses and characters. And, you know, the soaps have changed so much over the time. And that's pretty much why I started my show a year and a half ago, was to give a place for soap opera fans to call in and just talk about soaps just to show the passion. And I thought maybe somebody would get wind of what I was trying to do. Well, then I thought, well, let me see if I can surprise my fans and bring on some of the cast of current and, and present and past current, um, cast members. And, um, Now we've had over 2 million listeners and we've had over 230 daytime uh, guests on the show and and, and people I'm really making people's dreams come true to be able to have a chance to to listen and get to, you know, down and deep with some of these people that we only get to see their character, um, not get to know them as an individual. So I'm really pleased that we were able to finally get you, Uh, I'm a big fan of yours, you you know, your Jill was, uh, you know, the one that that most of us grew up with and you brought such a and fattiness and, and, and campiness to it, and it was, you know, it, it was the villainous you love to hate, and um, you know when. I love
4: when that character. I absolutely. Ad- I didn't really like the Jill Foster character, mm-hmm. um, as I look because it wasn't anything that had to do with me. Mm-hmm. The Jill Foster character, so I really, you know, found it hard to do her. I mean, it was a lot of work, and they used to squish down my hair, wash off my makeup, put me in 99-cent blouses, and it wasn't me because I was a little fashion diva. I was a bathing suit model before I was an actress and a model, and uh, so the character was uh, definitely uh, founded on Lee Strasberg's work on how to build a character. That's how I did that character, but it was a lot of work, and when I came back as the villainess That was just such a breeze. Not Mm -hmm. that I'm a villainess, but, you know, the fashion. I brought my own clothes, did my own makeup. Nobody was squishing my hair down or, you know, I was well lit. And I just loved running the company and doing all that. That was the fun part for me. And she was really bitchy and that was funny. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was, wasn't it funny? A lot of humor?
2: Yes, I d I enjoy I enjoyed that. And and um, you know, while while Jeff Walton is phenomenal as, as Jill, I do miss the character of Jill being that Jill that you, you portrayed. Uh uh Jeff has definitely brought, you know, a a, a new uh Side to Joel Sort of the William one. Bell edge
4: to it, yes That's, that's yeah. the character that he wanted And okay. the reason that I left the show And gave a year's notice that I was leaving Is uh, he didn't want to let go of that character And I was already well into the villainous And uh, this was the big argument And the ratings had shot up nine um, uh, nine points Mm -hmm. From the day that I arrived back, because I was off the show for three and a half years, they were down six points. They came up maybe, you know, for a week to number two and maybe for a week to number four, but mostly they were down six points. So when I came back, the six rating points came back, but then when I became the villainous, they went up three more points. So Mm -hmm. then when he illegally fired me, although I'd given a year's notice, I was leaving to ruin my reputation, they fell nine points. And Mm -hmm. I think that's more than they ever... Uh, that they ever dreamed would happen, because it went from 11 million viewers to 3 million, and the you know the network was losing money, and so I got blacklisted. And the, the, this part of the the story is the second half of the book. You mm-hmm. know, before you know, uh, before I got you know all the other jobs that I got, then I got into the Young and the Restless, then I got into the the fight over my highly rated character, and mm-hmm. people were fighting over me to do their work, and uh, William felt that he owned me, and I said, look, if you can't define this character, I'm not going to stay, because I'm not going to fight with everybody all the time over who this character is, so let's just define it, and he wouldn't do it, he wouldn't put it in writing, so I said, okay, I'm out of here, and I wanted to play the villainess, there's no question about it, yeah. so he took it back the other way, he he mm-hmm. did another thing with it, and the ratings never came back up, they never came back up to the 11 million, They they shot up to five, a few... In, in mid-times during that time, but usually they're a little over four and or below four, and they never came back. And that mm-hmm. was like the fall of daytime. So yeah. I go into what happened on that show mm-hmm. bit by bit, behind the scenes of your favorite actors so you really know the truth of what went on, and it's a tell-all book. Mm-hmm. So I have got slammed with a couple of one-star reviews on Amazon because the people who are in the book have actually you know, trumped in and said what they thought about being in the book and me writing the truth. Well, it's a truth book. I mean, you know, it's like my true hidden Hollywood story. So it has to be true. Mm -hmm. And most people don't have the, I guess, the guts to tell the truth. You know, they're afraid because they're going to be blacklisted or not hired. And um, so that's already happened to me. So what do I got to lose (laughs) but to tell the truth, right? So that's what I've done.
2: Yeah. Well, now that the book is out, and I've been seeing your pictures uh, on Facebook, what, what is it like to have the actual physical copy? You know, you, you worked so hard and so long for this. It, it,
4: you know what? I worked with a graphic artist on this book, and it is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I am so proud of this book. Even the paper is stunning. Mm-hmm. You know, it's thick, semi-gloss, just the right white color, and um, it's never going to turn yellow. And, you know, I've got the top photographers in Hollywood, uh, covering my life from a young girl all the way up until now in the book, and mm-hmm. they're just gorgeous photographs. So I couldn't be happier. There's like 50 color and 20 black and white. So as you flip through my life, you actually get a visual of what I look like at the time, and it's it's just it's a fascinating book that way because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's ever done that. Yeah. Uh, so it just brings you up to present time and how I yeah. survived everything I went through, which was a lot.
2: Yeah, well, it sure was. And anybody that uh, has not picked it up, you you can get the e-book or the hard copy now. So definitely pick it up, Uh And there's such great reviews. I, uh, I went through Amazon. I haven't went to the, the other places that sold that, but I've read all the Amazon ones. And it's just, I mean, it's really nice to see. All these years later, so many fans who have stood by you and, and, and love you and, and they have been wanting to hear your side of it. A story. You know, everybody's got a side of the story, and and to hear your side is and to read it, uh, this has definitely been good. And a lot of people said, like I said earlier, uh, it's a real page turner. And and I, and 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 about the photos, you could do just a book of photos, and it would sell out because the photos are beautiful. I know You're... to
4: have the combined thing um, mm-hmm. with you know, like Harry Langdon and some of the other top photographers, uh, it's so nice. Yes, just the photos alone. Could sell a book. It's so artsy and so beautiful. You'll see when you get the book. It's much different than the um, than the e-books. Uh, the hard copies because they're like five by nine pictures. And when you do an e-book, they have to you know fit into a phone and you know so it's completely different. A lot of the artwork is lost, although it's the most beautiful e-book I've ever seen because it has all seventy pictures in it. Um, but the hard copy, when you see it, Doug, you'll see what I mean. It's just yeah. like walking through time and sort of a beautiful way yeah so i'm just thrilled to have it to tell you the truth no problem yeah and all the facebook people ordered you know they pre-ordered the book they're so uh they're just so behind me which is a great feeling because i just came back on facebook and i do have some books left if somebody wants an autographed book in gold with a color picture you have to order before five o'clock tonight um, and I have some hard copies uh, that will be signed and sent to you with a picture. After that, I'm going to be probably at Barnes & Noble and, you know, appearing like at The Grove. I'll be at The Grove in Los Angeles behind CBS oh,
0: yeah. and
4: at Barnes & Noble doing my first signing. So yeah. it's just uh, it's kind of a, an interesting ride and so much fun to touch base with my fans and yeah. people who really know about the show like you. Yeah, You know, yeah.
2: Now, uh, Jamel, I'm going to let you go ahead and ask uh, some of your questions, and then we'll, uh, you know, and and then we're going to take some fan calls. Some some of your biggest fans have wanted to call and say hi. So if you want to call oh. in right now, uh, the number is three four seven two one five nine five zero three. And um, if we have too many callers and not enough time, we will do a part two as soon as she's available to do just fan calls. So that's a, that's a promise to the fans. Oh,
4: that's uh, so sweet of you. No Thank no you. problem,
2: no problem. So Jamel, go ahead, you're you're up.
3: All right, thank you so much, Brenda. It's so it's so wonderful to talk to you like this. You know, we have little interactions on Facebook, and I've called to you, but it's so wonderful to have you on the show and be able to talk about your book.
4: Well, thank you. It's it's nice to talk to you too. Hear your voice. What's the weather <laughs> like there in New York? Oh,
3: it's uh, it's it's it feels like fall. It's a little a little rainy. Oh, little I like damp. that. Yeah, me too. And I put music on today, and and it was just I was in my own little world. So I, yes. I'm loving it. I'm loving the, I'm loving the transition into to the to the leaves and all that that happens here.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, That's my favorite time of year over there. Yes, we don't have yes. any leaves here. Everything's the same here all the time. Sun, sun, sun. <laughs> <You don't laughs> <get it>. <laughs> but
3: I wanted to ask you, um, you you've been on the, on you know on soap. I was going to ask you, as a soap actress, have you ever watched the soap opera yourself not, Maybe you're going to with some other one That you say oh my god this show is so good I'm a fan Because sometimes soap actors are just actors And they just go from one project to the next Are you a soap fan yourself?
4: No I'm not you're I don't not. have time to watch soaps during the day So I'm not really a soap fan I watched of course My storylines and watched the show When I did the show of course But I don't now But I, when I first saw a soap opera I was watching uh, Susan Seaforth Hayes uh, doing an easel painting on Days of Our Lives when I was just a kid. And at some point in my mind, I said, gee, that would be so much fun to do. And and one day, I bumped into her uh, because she was on the show, and she came knocking on my dressing room door. I mean, it's just sort of amazing that soaps have been around for so long. So even I, as a young girl, watched soaps. And then I would bump into the people that I, that I admired later on. So it's an mm-hmm. interesting world.
3: Okay. And I was wondering now. I mean, you've come through so much, so much turbulence, and and all the things you've gone through in your life. What do you? What do Brenda Dixon? What, what what the future holds for you? What are some of the aspirations that you want to tell your fans? And to you know, what are you hoping to do in the future for yourself?
4: Well, I'm sort of living. Um, one day to the next with this. First, I'm on this this book sort of ride that I'm going to have mm-hmm. to take through. Okay. And um, I would like to do film, and I would like to do a nighttime television series if I do anything again. Mm-hmm. Just because it's easier to do. And so down the line, I will probably do that. I'm still in court with Uh, what happened in L.A. and what happened in Hawaii. And it's always very disconcerting to me because it's always such a setup of them hiding the truth. And, you know, they're just not out of my life yet, um, playing the games with my life. It's too bad, but that's the truth. And I go into that in detail. It's very serious what's going on in the court system in the United States of America. It's not just me. It's a lot of other people as well. So I'm facing that, but everything is, uh, I think, going to be really nice for me because the book has opened so many doors for me.
3: Oh, that's wonderful! Uh, oh, that's just so great. And would you ever consider doing reality television? Have somebody come around to sort of see the disrupt, you know, the turbulence and things that you go through with the court, and and what you're sort of arising, you know, coming back to what you, who you are, and just sort of having a, you know wonderful time, leaving the darkness behind you. Would you, you know, Lindsay? I, I would just the top of my brain. Now not that you, you know, you're not that turbulent like her, but you know, Lindsay Lohan is trying to. Redo her life And I was thinking since uh, Would you invite that for your life The, the cameras to well, come you know, I could
4: write, produce and direct my own reality show I was the first oh, reality show ever I, okay. I don't know if you ever saw Welcome to my home My Facebook is going nuts. I don't know if you ever saw Welcome to my home which was a film that one of my fans put on the airways, and immediately 3 million people viewed in and then Sony Pictures took it down, probably the bells, uh, saying that they owned it, which they didn't, I did. I wrote, produced and directed and it was the first reality show ever on the air when I welcomed people into my home, did a fashion show, taught them how to put on their makeup, and did all that, I was the first one to do it. It would be a breeze for me to shoot another reality show, and I probably that may be in my future, too. So I I really, you know, I I live from day to day right now because now the book's in. Now I have to do certain things in that direction. But, um, yes, I may get around to doing a reality show. That's a great question.
3: Yeah, because I think that, um, I was going to say, I was going to finish up with with her, I think that your talent, no, no, no matter what you've gone through, I think that one thing that um, soap actors and actresses have, and um, you probably can, you know, could talk to that is that you have such a wonderful work ethic and you have to back in I was going to say back in the day but I'm never going to go there but back in a time when you had to do it live and do God knows what you had you had to go through you had to remember All those pages all those dialogue yeah, and all that and you, you get to trained doing that again. <laughs> I
1: no, look of course forward. not. No, no, no. That was like 15 uh,
4: to 30 pages of dialogue a night and I oh worked gosh. every day and I worked with everyone on the show. There is wow. no one on that show that I didn't work with. So I was like carrying the ball and it was almost, you know, it was 6 in the morning till nine, ten, or 11 o'clock at night. It was almost too Whoa. much. I mean, because you had to memorize your lines when you got home and uh, I don't want to do that again. That's why I want to do a nighttime show because you have one script right, uh, instead of five scripts, one for every day, you have one script a week. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's the easy difference. So um, the nighttime series would be easier for me to do. Now, when you're young, you know, and, and you're 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, you know, it's e- easy to do that. But I want something a little easier than that to do.
3: Yeah. Because
4: mm-hmm. you just want to live your life.
3: I was going to say, yes. Of. I was going to say, um, on this book tour that you've been going on and talking about your wonderful, I mean the writing in the book, the way you you word things, is sort of this, you, the the viewer, the the reader sort of goes right into that scenario. When you've gone and talked to the fans, what are some of the things that the fans have said that said, you know what, I didn't know that about you, I didn't know that about Brenda Dixon. What are some of the, the sort of notions or ideas they had about you that the book sort of go, no, that's not true. This is what this is what it really is.
4: I think they. I think they were waiting for this story, and um, it's so funny. They just sort of have backed me a hundred and ten percent, and I think they learned a lot about me. I don't think they knew that I was in Vietnam. I don't think they knew I had a Senate resolution for my work um, in Vietnam and um, in the war, and I don't think they knew how I started my career and who I worked with, which is really been some very interesting people. And then, of course, all my love affairs are in the book mm-hmm. uh, during that time. So in each yes, chapter, mm-hmm. there's one of my, you know, it's part of my life. It just so happens that my boyfriends were famous.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, that, it just happened that way. So um, we were either becoming famous together or they were famous. And so in each chapter is that romantic touch, you know, of my love interest. And that's sort of sweet, because everybody knows the people that, you know, I was dating at the time. Mm -hmm. So I I put them in, because I wanted it to be a true memoir, and then I go into my background as a young girl, and I have pictures of my parents, and um, there's really nothing left out. The book is uh, two pounds and um, so many ounces, so it's... You know, it's a good-sized book, and it's a real, I cover everything in my life up until now. yes. And, yes. and it's been an interesting life. I mean, I've done a lot of things and um, been with some very interesting people, and so it's all in there, and then it sort of stops mm-hmm. right now, up to now, and then, you know, there will be the rest of it, uh, what happens next. And I've also written another book on beauty, Diet, Fashion, and Exercise. So that book will be coming out next after this book. So oh, that, that's So that's, that's wonderful. coming up the pike. Yeah. And wonderful. If, if you want a hard copy of my book, I just want to say this to the audience. You can go on com and you can order a hard copy of the book and get your signed autographed book tonight if you do it before 5 o'clock. And after oh, that wonderful. um it goes to Amazon and it goes to Barnes and Noble. And I may be in your area signing but I don't know for sure. So oh, that would be a great wow. great thing for my fans. I'm really happy to be able to send this out to my diehard fans which I'm doing uh tonight's the last day of mailing. We did it last night up until midnight. So this wow. is so exciting for me. Yeah. Oh,
3: well I'm I'm
2: very excited for you.
3: Yes. Doug, well I'm going to I'm going to hand it to you. Thank you so much Brenda for just well, being so you. classy and, and just wonderful and very
2: expressive. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you. Was, I love talking with you, Jamal. All oh.
2: right. Um, so I, I must say I love the blonde. I'm so used to you being a brunette for so many years. It's a light being a blonde. Do they have more fun?
4: Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, I've been everything.
4: I've been a redhead, a, um, a brunette, a redhead, and a blonde. And I think the blonde, uh, the redhead can be a little intimidating to men, I think, Mm -hmm. but the blonde is just more friendly. Uh, But Mm -hmm. a lot of people like me as a brunette when I did the show, so it's like, but a lot of people like me as a blonde. I have more fun as a blonde because I'm just more approachable, it seems. The people Mm -hmm. come up to me, uh, like as a redhead, they're a little bit shy, you know, of me. And a blonde sort of lights up a room, so I think they do have more fun, yes.
2: Okay. Or <laughs> why well, I'm blonde. Perfect. Well, I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines because we've got quite a few people want to say hi. So um, oh, the show okay. the show itself will, uh, if you're listening live on the Internet, will go off at 3.30, which is in seven minutes, but the show continues. So if you want to listen to the rest of the show, uh, which is going to go all the way up to 3.45, you call in 347-215-9503 or listen to the same uh, replay, the same link that you're listening to now, Re- uh, listen to it after we're done to hear the full 45 minutes, and we'll have her back um, as well. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk to Barry from Michigan. Barry, are you
0: there? I sure am. Hello, Brenda.
4: Hi. Is this Barry
0: Burke?
2: It is. Oh,
4: God, this is one of my number one fans. Okay, everybody, he knows everything <laughs> about me. He Anything that I forgot, he knows
0: <laughs> as the Jill Foster <laughs> character
4: or the Jill Abbott character. Right, Barry?
0: Pretty much, yeah.
4: <laughs> I, watched,
0: I watched the show when I was starting out in uh, nineteen seventy four and um you know you made that show absolutely.
4: oh, thank you. you're so sweet um the other day, Barry said you did a, uh, a scene, you did a tracheotomy to Stuart bricks, and I said, no, I didn't. I don't remember that so he he puts it on my website there's like a you have like a voiceover. Me giving Stuart Brooks a tracheotomy back in 1970, something, right?
0: Right Right, because it was funny when you mentioned I've been listening, of course, and you mentioned that you used to skip school, you would, you, know, you would skip school, and I did the same, um, but when I couldn't skip school and watch the show, my mom would tape it for me. And so I have some of those audio tapes still from 1979.: That's
4: just amazing. And you've yeah. done other things. like you have where did you get that Hollywood squares that I did? You just put it on my website. Hollywood Squares. <laughs> it yeah, was absolutely. me and who was it?
0: Um Robert Colbert. Oh,
4: uh, Robert Robert Colbert. Yeah. yeah. So you have all the all all the uh the stuff that I've forgotten that I even did and you'll bring it up to me, which is just amazing.
0: Yeah. One thing I'm sure I have and I, I hope I come across this because you know how videotapes are, um, when you're on Oprah Winfrey. In, um, oh, I. you
4: know what? I don't have a copy. I think I have a copy somewhere in the dungeon somewhere, which I don't <laughs> ever dare go down there <laughs> with my legal papers, too. I never go down there. It's too scary for me. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't have a copy of that on hand. Yeah, you usually have everything, Barry, but we don't have that one. So, you yeah. know, your book's in the mail. I sent it out last night. I can't
0: wait. I can't wait. With a,
4: with a copy of Welcome to My Home.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's great. Thank you so much. <laughs> just, of course, I read the e-version that you were so kind to share. And um, so I can't wait to actually in my hand. you let me read the digital
4: version, e-book? Oh, this is so beautiful, this book, Barry, you won't believe yeah. it. Because it's got the, you know, the six-by-nine pictures in it, the color pictures. So it's just completely different than the digital. It's absolutely gorgeous. You're going to love it.
0: Awesome. Well, I read it on my computer screen, which wasn't the easiest because I don't have an e-book. And um, but I still read it in one day. If that tells you anything, wow. audience, I read the book in a day. And so yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I did. It's, it's yeah. an
4: easy, I'm told it's an easy read. This yeah. is what it I is.
0: felt. It's just like speaking to you. I mean, it's just like you're speaking to us, and it's funny. Or you're telling a story, and you say, "Oh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself," and then you backtrack. Yeah. look. It's
4: very narrative. It's like I'm narrating the book. And uh, when, when I read it out it's going to be a great audio book, because when I read it out loud, it's just like I'm talking. And I did put really, really big words in it, because some of my fans, uh, I was afraid, would not get, you know, the words. So I made sure that each word was understandable, so that it's easy to read and easy to get through. And... Um, So that's interesting that you should say that. I didn't know you read it in one day. Well,
0: I did, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I was up late, but I read it in one day. Like you said, the pictures, seeing it like on the computer screen, I know it's going to be so much better. I mean, they're beautiful
4: like that,
0: but I can't wait to actually see it, you know, in print.
4: Yeah, it's just beautiful. The paper is beautiful. The pictures are beautiful. (laughs) Even the wording is the perfect size to read, so you don't have to put your glasses on. It's a beautiful book. I'm so proud of it.
2: You should be Well, Barry, since you you know so much about her, do you have a question for I know.
4: her?
0: No. I'll <laughs> someone else um an opportunity. <laughs> oh, okay. but, you know, she's been so busy I had a chance to say hello except on you know online. So um just we're really proud of you and I'm so happy that this is happening for you and
4: I want you to oh, get thank everything. You, Barry. Everything
0: that you've been robbed of. You know, you deserve to get it.
4: You're yeah, so sweet. Thank
2: you. Please, thank mm-hmm. you, my
4: love. Thank you, Barry.
0: Thank you, Barry. We appreciate
2: it.
4: Bye. Thank you. You too.
2: Alright um, Real quick before we go Just to let you know That we are We will go be going from live To taped So if you're Want to continue listening in Dial in to 347-215-9503 uh, Before we go on to, to Pam Who was on the line When we first started this um, I wanted to ask you Is there a way For fans to get Welcome to my home Because it's nowhere I can't find it
4: anywhere uh, It's not anywhere And you know what I might well, What was that? Well, so <laughs> That was okay. just a countdown. Go ahead. Okay. So I might uh, sell it on my site soon because so many people, I'll send you a copy, but so many people have requested it. So I may sell it along with a book or something on my site or, yeah. you know, uh, with uh, the people Blue Boulevard and just stick it over there and, and send it out so people can have it because they really have almost begged me for a welcome to my home. So it's such yeah. a classic um, pop culture piece.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move on to Pam. Uh, Pam, you've been holding for a while. Go ahead. You're on with Brenda.
5: Hi, Brenda. Hi, Pam. How are you? I want to I have admired you for so long, and you have been through so much. I want to know, where do you get all your strength from?
4: Uh, I take a lot of vitamins, um, (laughs) and I work out. (laughs) You know, that's one thing in the book. I say how I survive this. Uh, But I have a lot of friends, and um, my friends really kept me level in Hollywood. And I go into that in the book, how they helped me. And I try always to keep healthy, no matter what, you know, I'm going through. But this was just a nightmare when they left me, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, now, can they hear that? Can the audience hear that? No, no, no. Just go. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, um, So I say that you, the best thing you can do is take care of your body. You know, take care of your health when you go through times like this. Take your vitamins. Work out. Um, have a great um, uh, surround yourself with people who lift you up and who care about you that's the best thing you can do when you're going through a horrible situation because they will they will even you out, they will take you out they'll make sure you're cared for and you take care of your body and you can get through almost anything
5: Okay. very good question and if I could good say um, if anybody hasn't joined Brenda's group that I started, please join it I have it on her um, Facebook page, and I have it on Twitter, too. Brenda, are you on Twitter yet? Are you on Twitter yet? Yeah, I'm on
4: Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I haven't been in there for a few days, but I'm going to go in there after I get finished with the book signing. But Pam, thank you so much Mm -hmm. uh, for starting the fan page.
5: Everyone loves it. They're just wild about it. Well, you know, I don't know where the group went before. You know, somebody had hacked in my account, and I don't know if they deleted the group No, no, the they, neighbor, they what happened actually deleted it, you know? my account.
4: They thought I was Devin Green, and they deleted my account. So I had to start out fresh and new a few months okay. ago on Facebook. So I didn't sure. even have an account
5: anymore. Well, I tell you, I am so. surprised. Within a week, you have 1,200 members. For <laughs> in a group. They love it. They That's, love that page. Yes. It's great. It's a wild and
4: woolly page, okay?
5: Yeah. Well, thank you, Brenda. I love you, and, you know, I'm glad you're back on Facebook. And if you ever need any help from me, you know how to get get to me. I
4: do. I've got you at my email. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank ma'am. you, Pam. Thank
5: All you, right. Doug. I want to say,
2: uh-oh. Oh, she got, she got, uh, hold on a minute. Let me bring you back on. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't okay. go ahead, Pam. <laughs> go ahead. I'm done. Oh, oh, you're done. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks so much Yeah, I'm so just saying he's for going to mute
5: me because I want to listen to the rest of it. Thank you.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. All right. Area code 563, you're on with Brenda. Go ahead.
0: Hmm. Hello.
4: 563. Hello? Hello. Who is it? Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Who is this?
2: Oh, I don't think oh. they're, they're there. They got disconnected. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll 563, if you want to call back in, go ahead and call back in. we got ten more minutes. Um, area code 614, go ahead. You're on with Brenda. Hello, Brenda. How you doing?
4: I'm fine. Who is this?
1: My name's Lance. How are you doing, Brenda?
4: I'm doing very good, Lance. I'm so happy to be here talking to my Facebook friends. Are you on my Facebook page? I'm not on
1: Facebook, but I have seen different um, on different blogs and stuff like that, and I've gone on your website. Actually, I got your book on, on Nook. And um, just like myself, I read the book in one whole day, and I wanted to tell you it was like a soap opera within a soap opera, and it was great, great <laughs> read because um, uh, when I came around, I, came, I was born in the early '80s, and uh, my whole family watches *The Young and the Restless*. And my mom, her name's Brenda, and she always said Brenda Dixon—that was the—that's the real Jill—and uh, oh. everybody loved Brenda Dixon. And so when I came around as a kid, and you know, back in the 90s, early 90s, there was no Internet, and there was no Facebook and Twitter. So, as you know, we, I got older and Facebook and Twitter, and I saw the E! True Hollywood story, and everybody said, that's the real Jill, that's the real Jill. And, you know, I wasn't born, so, you know, I'm so, as a n- newer viewer, I'm so immersed to know all about you, because even... um when Jeannie cooper passed um, i told my grandmother cuz you know everyone loved catherine chancellor and my grandmother I kid you not she said is the is the old jill going to be on the tribute show and i said grandma no she's not she said oh and i mean that just shows you the power of your brand brenda you're just so popular and i even gone on youtube oh. And I've loved the, the episodes of you and Gene Cooper. You guys were, like someone said, you guys were electricity. You guys were on fire. And it was so great <laughs> to uh, watch you two play these characters and everything. Some of the funny scenes I like is when Jill went over uh, to Catherine's, and it was a dream sequence, and you threw the radio in the tub, and that was just so hilarious. <laughs> and... and And then the other one that was (laughs) hilarious. I can watch that over and over again because that was just so hilarious. And then the one where Jill finds the uh, alcohol and and she tells Catherine. She said, "Catherine, what are you going to do? Water the tree with it?" And Uh you haven't stopped drinking. And Jill just leaves the house because Catherine's trying to blackmail her again. I mean, all those episodes were fun, and I was just like, "How in the world could Bill Bell?" get rid of you because you in cap you and gene cooper you guys set that show on fire it was so electrifying and i just was i've always been interested to find out so much about you with the book i was just I'm telling you, I sat there for at least two hours and read the whole thing on my cell phone, draining my battery out, because it was such a good book and everything. So, I just, Oh,
4: gosh, thank Aww. you for calling. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And it's nice to hear someone, uh, you know, what goes through someone's mind when they read that book and, and how much you know about the show, even your grandmother. That's so amazing. What a great call. Yeah, thank you. I'm,
1: I'm telling you, my whole family... Grew up watching this show, and I remember my uncle. He even said, "Yeah, the character Nikki, she'd been on there since the 70s, you know." And I thought that was like, "Wow, really?" And then when you, as you get older, because nowadays there's all these different blogs, you know, and web- websites dedicated to the whole soap opera genre. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get so much information about what things that they never, like you said, they they hide stuff and stuff like that. And, you know, you talk about what you and Terry Lester got, what you and Terry Lester went through back in the late 80s. And it, when you hear some of the other uh, people write up the shows and the other podcasts, it seems like the same drama is still going on behind the show. And it's, and I uh-huh. hate to say it, but it seems like the drama behind the scenes much, is much more better than what they write on television <laughs> sometimes. so. It- and the
4: drama behind the scenes is pretty hairy. I mean, it's really, really. Um, it is. It's it's sharper, and uh, there's there's a little blade hanging around with blood on it. <laughs> oh yeah. So and it's, it, yeah. It's it's pretty uh, dramatic. It's more oh, dramatic yeah. than. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, because and it's not
1: just you, because even yes. Victoria, wow, she spoke up and she can't come back to the show and everything. And so it's, it's it seems like a lot of people who speak their mind, you know, that says what really goes on. They don't want, they, they try to get rid of you, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it, it doesn't seem, you know, fair. You know, there has to be some type of checks and balances, you know, so um, I always wanted to know this because um, Jeannie Cooper, um, she, Uh, she told michael fairman on his blog last year when she was doing her book and she did say that you know there was a lot of stuff that there was a lot of pressure put on you when you were doing the show and there was a lot of people behind the scenes you know doing you wrong and it seems like she did you know come up to your um face you know put it out there like look they're there were people behind the scenes doing Brenda wrong, you know, and when I read that, I was like, you know, even Jeannie, you know, she's, she was powerful and she spoke up, you know, and it was it still seems like well, after 20-some years. They did,
4: they did her wrong. They, as you know from reading the book, they did her pretty wrong, too. She was in very bad shape, uh, like everyone else on the show, you know. Mm-hmm. So they did her wrong, too. She survived yeah. it. She used to say, I know where the bodies are buried, and she called it the, battlefield, and um, so, (laughs) you know, Jean survived it, but, you know, she uh, had a pretty thick skin to do it, but she wasn't well at all when I came back for the last four years on the show, so, um, you know, the jokes that we're laughing about, and her character, her character really was her, Mm -hmm. uh, a struggling alcoholic, playing a struggling alcoholic, and so, yes, it was funny, but you didn't really know behind the scenes that she that it was real, so he mm-hmm. tried to make every Bell Bell tried to make everything real and steal from your personal life and put it on the airwaves, which I absolutely hated, so he got rid of me because I wasn't going in the direction that he wanted me to go in. I was going in a whole other direction and bringing in tons of rating, and he wasn't writing it, so he wanted the power. And this is how it all cut at the end of the day, in my opinion. Yeah.
2: yeah and
1: we'll you can by. tell because okay, when you watch you so the when you watch the uh, when when Jess plays the role, it doesn't seem that Jill and Catherine. Have that electricity that you and Gene play the role. It just seems like it was kind of watered down. Like they still played the Catherine Jill and Philip beat and and other beats as well too. But it just seems totally different when the two of you guys had this role because when you and when you played Jill and Gene was Catherine. I mean, it literally. I mean, I wasn't, was not I was a little kid, but when you watch it on the Internet, on YouTube, you can just see everyone comments. They're like, oh, my gosh, this was golden back then. This is what I wish that they could have today, but it's just, it's not there. But it, it's to me, the storyline was so much better back then than it is today to me. I'm just like, I don't even know what they're doing today because it doesn't even seem like what it was.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. We do gotta we do, we do gotta cut off because it's gonna cut us off in five minutes. Oh, so, Brenda, um, nice but talking but, to you. Wish you well, I'm and the book is great.
4: You. Have thank a good you. one. Thank you're you're on welcome. Okay. okay, I will.
0: Okay. Thank okay. you. All
2: right. Wow, well, he
4: really they <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, that's
2: true. Well, oh, we have wow. a lot of callers on hold, and so I definitely want to uh, talk to Brenda offline, and, and we'll get a part two for fans only. So uh, be sure to look for those links, once uh, Brenda and I, that's uh next uh, coming week. So, uh, Brenda, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been a real pleasure, and I hope uh, our listeners uh, go pick up your book. And also, I want to thank Blog Talk Radio because... They're featuring our interview um, this weekend on the front page, so new listeners will be able to hear your story and and, and learn about your book as well. So I hope I have reached uh, new people for you and helped you in in, in with your book.
4: Oh, thank you, Douglas. It was such a pleasure to finally do your show, and I think the timing couldn't have been more perfect, actually.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much, and uh, we're gonna just going to go ahead and all of disconnect. Uh, be sure to go to BrendaDixon.com, and if you want that signed copy, you better do it before uh, an hour and twenty minutes, which is at five o'clock. So uh, thanks so much for listening, and okay, be sure to Zach, go.
4: Don't forget to give me your address.
2: I, I send it to you through Facebook. Okay. Thank you.
4: Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I loved it. Okay.
2: Bye bye. Bye bye. And uh, Jamel, what did you think about that? We only got about two minutes left before they cut <laughs> us off. So what did you think? <laughs> Uh,
3: well, it was wonderful
2: Yeah, yeah yep. Well, uh, it was a good, positive show and, and I hope everybody enjoyed it And we will have a part two where we get to talk to uh, More of you fans that were on hold I see a whole list of people there And um, hopefully we can get that uh, uh, Set up for you guys well, so. I, I
3: was going to say, send the love to the fans On the phone, don't be mad we, She's coming back I know how it yeah, feels yeah. So she, don't, We'll bring it back for you
2: yeah, we'll be. We'll have her back uh, probably at the end of August because we've got some open dates available. So in the meantime, go to onairwithdouglas.com for all the archives and over 230 shows. Uh, thank you to everybody who listens to the show, and I hope everybody enjoyed today. We will be back tomorrow with the documentary creator of Soap Life, uh, a new documentary about the fall of daytime. So for more soap goodies, call, uh, tune in tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific as we talk to Matthew D'Amato from Soap Life. So with that, good night, everybody, and good night, Jamel.
3: Good night. Bye-bye. Bye.